I'm Sarah. And I'm Meg. And this is the 7 Hours Difference Podcast, where we discuss our friendships, differences in opinions, and life in general. Yes, it is. And before we start our main topic, though, which is going to be pretty good today, I think, um, we're going to give you a little life blurb from each of us. So, Sarah, go ahead. Okay. um, I got a rapid COVID test today. (laughs) Um, I got up this morning, and I felt like crap, and I was coughing really bad, and Meg was like, you should get tested. So I taught remotely for my first two hours and then took a half day and I was like super nervous that I was going to have to get the The little stick up the nose. All the way up to my brain. Yeah. Because it sucked the first time. But this time they were like, oh, it's just rapid and I just like have to tickle your nose. And that was So they just swabbed the inside of your nose like just the tip? Five times. Yeah. Just the tip. (laughs) Just the tip. (laughs) Just the tip. And like they went around five times and then she just switched nostrils. It just tickled. Yeah. And that was it. But they forgot about me, so I was sitting out in the car for an hour and a half. And then they, I went back in, and they were like, oh, we're so sorry. Yeah. I've never <laughs> but it was had, negative. Yeah. I've never had a COVID test. I, I haven't had the pleasure. <coughs> well, I would say you're pretty lucky. Yeah. So if you haven't caught on, I'm, I'm sick. Yeah. So. <laughs> so just coughing. Just understand. Uh, yeah. I just yeah. have She's a viral infection. She's not giving me COVID, so we're good. Yeah. Don't spread that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> what anyway, about you? Uh, for me, uh, so you've heard so far in the podcast that Sarah is obsessed with the game Among Us. <laughs> well, one night she convinced me to play and I was actually excited to play because I hadn't played a game with friends in a while. So I played my first game of Among Us with Sarah, which is another first that I guess <laughs> you've shared with me. Um, <laughs> but the only thing about the game so far that I am absolutely well, I can't say dislike, but I'm unlucky with is that I always get killed first. This is true. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. Every, Every time. single time. And I'm never the imposter. Unless you stick with me. Yeah. Which that's like a way we've tried to get around it is that I just follow Sarah around. And she, I've been lucky so far. She hasn't murdered me, but yeah. Well, that's just because I've, <laughs> I've never the imposter. Yeah. And if I was, I suck at it. <laughs> so I'm much better at playing werewolf like the old-fashioned way yeah. with the card game. The card game. Yeah. That was always so fun. That was like the best thing about yeah. English in like freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, Anyways. anyway, um, just a little background on us. We're going to recap every podcast. We are two friends who have been friends for 12 years, half our life. We're both 24. We did that math last yeah. time. <laughs> We're going to stick with that. Half our lives. <laughs> We're committed to that now, so... <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so we're just basically sharing a little bit about our life, each podcast, and a little bit about what we think about a certain topic, and then usually at the end we do something fun, so... It's just really special, because we're so different. Yeah. We Um, have different points, uh, worldviews, we have different takes on different topics, different personalities. Sometimes I'm so surprised by the things you disagree on with me about. Yeah, you know, that's just... That's just how it is. The most recent one was uh, Meg doesn't like, she likes ginger candy, candy, but she doesn't like ginger tea. Right. I don't like ginger tea. Yeah. I don't like ginger flavored Oh, she doesn't dishes, like vanilla. And I do not like vanilla. What? Vanilla. That's like my favorite disgusting. flavor. I will not have anything flavored vanilla on purpose. 100%. Meanwhile, I had two cups of van- French vanilla coffee this morning. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, anyways. Oh, yeah. And the name of our podcast. Want to explain that one? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. So, seven hours difference. Quick recap. Uh, we were born seven hours apart. I was born on April 17th, and she was born on April 18th. Almost <laughs> Wait, mixed that up. <laughs> April 17th. Seven hours apart. Seven hours difference. Almost twins, but not. 
<laughs> Good job. Yeah. And, okay. You know, I like what you said that very first podcast we recorded where you said, even though we're so close, we are so different. Yeah. And that's really cool. So close in time, so different in everything, everything else. else. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Meg? All right. So I thought we'd talk about love. Oh, is for the way <laughs> you look at me. me. Okay. We anyway, We must stop uh, this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, what yeah. is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Oh, sorry. Is I'm not going to join in. episode? I'm oh, okay. not going to join in. All right. Um, well, what is love? I guess we should probably talk about that. Yeah. Huh? That's a really good question. <coughs> like, Have you felt love? Um, what do you mean by... Okay. Well, I guess for starters, like romantic love. Okay. So we're talking about romantic love. And- for starters, okay. yeah. Because I think we could talk very broadly of it. But- yeah. I don't really think I've ever felt romantic love. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been the recipient of romantic love. But that's in my opinion. I can't like speak for the the feelings of others, but in my opinion, I don't think I've ever right. been the recipient. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I've been in love and I have been the recipient of love. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um not currently. <laughs> well, we're both <laughs> but, there, so. but I have definitely been in love and it was amazing. Yeah. It was a beautiful experience, yeah. even though it didn't go the way I hoped it would. It was like amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean I guess But I feel like every time I fall in love it's gonna be better. Yeah. I guess I felt love for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I felt love for my romantic partner. But, like, I don't know. Looking back, it's hard to, like, say because, obviously, I'm not with that person anymore. So. Right, right, right. It's hard to look yeah. at it unbiased now. Yeah, right? exactly. I know. That's really hard for me, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. What but, about, like, then, like, familial love and then friendship love? Of course. I felt both of those very strongly, and it's been reciprocated. Yeah. Do you say I, I love you when you're going to get off the phone with your friends? Uh, yes, with my friends. With your family? Not with my family. Weird. Well, okay, wait. It depends on the family. Like, okay, like mom and dad. Mom and dad. Yeah, I'll say I love you. Brother and, and sister. And uh, no. Aunt and uncle. <laughs> no, no, no. No, grandpa, just mom grandpa? and dad. Just mom and dad. Uh, but my grandma always says I love you, so I'm not gonna like leave her Aww. hanging. Okay. <laughs> and don't be a jerk. Yeah. I mean, if they, <coughs> if, if they tell me that I they love me, like they're gaffer, like love you, Meg. I'll be like, oh yeah, I love you too. I'm not gonna like leave anybody hanging, because you know I do love them, but it's like. Somebody we played Among Us with the other day, we were on the phone with them, and we were, like, chit-chatting and stuff, and it was, like, time to get off, like, we were turning in for the night, and I barely know her, and Meg didn't know her at all, Yeah. and she was like, okay, bye, I love you, and we were like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but she seems like that kind of person, like, she's just yeah. very sweet, very loving. Um, I always say I love you to my friends when I go, yeah. like, we always say, we yeah. say, love you, miss love you. Miss you. <laughs> love you, miss you. And then Kay and... S, we always say I love you before we get off the phone. And then same with my mom and my dad. Sometimes my brother. Yeah. It's like hard for me to say the words. It is kind of hard. Yeah. You you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable. <laughs> what do you know? Wow, that word just came back from yeah. our last podcast. It's hard, it's hard for me to say the words. Like, <coughs> And it's not that I don't love people. It's just like, I don't know. Words just don't come out of my mouth, my mouth easily. Which might surprise you. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're so smooth Listener. talking now. Um, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now it's just like a, a natural thing with you because yeah, we just don't we don't even about think it. about it. It's yeah. like if we didn't end yeah. that on the phone call though, wouldn't that like throw you off? I mean, yeah, sometimes sometimes yeah. we like get off in a hurry. Yeah, but like and it's if no it was deal. just like a casual yeah. like 
okay, well, I'm going to go now. Um, I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it would be that like, would be weird. I'd be, like, thinking about it later on in the day. Like, like, what happened? Did I say me? something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do? I it's like up. a ritual, kind of. It is. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I, I feel bad saying this, but, like, I don't think about how I love you and how I'll yeah. miss you when I say it now. Well, yeah, because, like, When we first started saying that, though, I was like... I don't know what I'm going to feel that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that happened, like, within the last two years, though. Yeah. I started that. Yeah. I would say whenever I moved down here. Yeah. To Kentucky. So, like, three years ago. Yeah. Probably. But, yeah, I don't do that with really anybody else. Like, yeah. I don't Maybe have, like, Kate. a... Eventually. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Because, I mean, we used to have that relationship, so... There's they're, no reason why in the future we can't again. They're rebuilding a beautiful We're rebuilding beautiful our friendship. friendship. Yeah. It's really cool to watch, actually. <laughs> um, actually, they're going to be reunited in person in... Halloween party! <laughs> a safe Halloween party, listeners. But you won't be uh, listening to this. You'll be listening to this after Halloween, so the party yeah. will have already been and, <laughs> taken place. And it will be a completely COVID-free, mm-hmm. only five people, three that already live in one household together situation. So yeah, don't get like, on our tails, We're not listeners. having like a... A banger or anything. (laughs) We're just having a couple friends We're going to turn up. Wait, what? Excuse me, what? (laughs) No, no bangers here. Yeah. (laughs) We're not talking about that kind of love today. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) This is adult content. We need to move on. Okay. So Um, what what do you think love is? Uh, We're talking, now we're talking about (coughs) relationship loves. In your perspective, what do you think that looks like? Oh, I'm sorry. I should be more clear. Not just like romantic. Romantic relationship. Okay. Like, yeah. what does love look like? What does love look like to you? Um. Well, uh, there's. I guess there's a couple pieces for me. Like, I think about. Like when when I was in love, or the few times that I thought I was in love, I was just like overwhelmed with how much I appreciated that person. Like, I just mm-hmm. like. I couldn't get enough of them. Like, I just thought they were so amazing. So, like, I feel like part of the love is, like, having a little... Not, like, a total infatuation, but a little bit of the infatuation. Which I think if you're in a really good relationship, that carries on always. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, like, I think there has to be some sort of... Well, we're going to we're gonna talk about, like, the love language. There has to be some, like, give and take in a relationship, and that's going to affect the love, Right. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. that to me, that's what love would would feel, or what love is. Like, there's an infatuation and, like, a give and a take, and that, I don't know how to put it in words. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So there's, you have to be in awe of them to a certain extent. For me. Yeah, for you. And then you believe that there's give and take in relationship, including compromise. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I guess that, that would that would make a strong love for me. Right. Okay. I guess like I agree with that. Um, to me, like obviously, since I don't know if I felt that before, like, and I I don't I know for sure that I haven't felt that from anybody that I've been in a relationship with. Like I don't really know, but I know what my idea of love is, which is. Um, Definitely the give and take. So definitely, like, you know, caring enough about the person to learn about them and to know, like, yeah. if they're in a time of stress, like, what you need to do to help bring it down. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, and the biggest thing for me, and this, I've told many people this, like, that I've had this kind of conversation with, is, like, seeing a need. And this is, like, a big thing for me, but, like, 
my partner or even me to my partner seeing a need like something even as small as I always bring this example up even as small as like you see their toothbrush is getting like really messed up (laughs) and they need a new toothbrush even just like going and getting them a toothbrush and replacing it and not saying anything is like that to me would like make my week if someone did that for me (laughs) that is like exactly I this makes so much sense to me that you're saying that because that is how you function like yeah. you think that way about other people and you want somebody to think that, that way. I about want that you. so bad. That's how I want love I, to be reciprocated to I me. I also feel that. I can't yeah. believe we're about to agree on this. <laughs> but I feel that so much because yeah. I love that people I love the thought of somebody like seeing a need of mine and and, and appreciating. Yeah. And then just that. like knowing that Oops. knowing that you're gonna realize that they did that for you, but also not saying anything, you know, like an act of love. <coughs> you didn't do it for like, yeah, you didn't do it to be like, kudos. oh, yes, baby, I did that for you. I, well, that would be fun sometimes, though. Yeah. Like, if you're like, that's right, I replaced your toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, but like, also, it would be fun if you walked in and you were just like, yeah. I don't know, me, I'd be suspicious. I'd be like, <laughs> did you do something what, to my toothbrush? What'd you do with my toothbrush? <laughs> but maybe that's on me finding a better partner. <laughs> Another big one for me is, um, <coughs> oh no, I just lost it. I'm sorry. It's because I coughed, right? No, it's not. It's not. Maybe it wasn't really that important to me if I lost it already. But well, we're talking about like what what you think love is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, here we go. Like getting to know me enough to like know, because one way I think that we may be different is that like. We talked about this before. You like to talk more and I like to not. <laughs> like there are often times where I go many hours where I just don't want to communicate with anybody. And I'm just like, and I know you, you've, everyone ex- has experienced that at some point where they just want to like get away from oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like very frequent to me, like daily pretty much. Um, I'm very introverted and I, the way I have to recharge like every day for, for hours if I have like a big social encounter. <laughs> And if it's really hard, in my experience, to find a partner that understands that and that is, like, not constantly texting or not constantly trying to hang out and just, like, respectful of your boundaries and the boundaries that you set. <laughs> so I guess boundaries is the biggest, is one yeah. of my big ones. No, understanding yeah. and respecting boundaries yeah. would totally affect the kind of love that you would experience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So I mean, we took, that might not be what love is, but that's kind of what we imagine love would yeah. be like if we were totally that would just like make me smitten. feel. It would make me feel loved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I feel like before we get into the love language quiz, we should like talk about because um, we're gonna take. We're, well, we already took the love language quiz, and we yeah. didn't get into it with each other. We just kind of like briefly reviewed it. But yeah. Um, Two more bullet points in our outline because okay. we're nerds. Yeah, we is, can do that uh, first. What we look for in people and what we're attracted to. I think we should talk yeah. about that because okay. we're on a roll. Well, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> well, okay. So what what I look for in a person is there's like five things. I'm pretty sure it's like in my hinge too. Mm-hmm. On my hinge. Um, oh yeah. Profile. <laughs> um, <laughs> listeners, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I want people who are like very hardworking and mm-hmm. like. I just, like, I have this, like, really high bar set. Like, I want some... This sounds weird, but, like, my dad is, like, the most hardworking, most honest, genuine person that I know. And, like, I would expect minimally that for my future 
person. Person. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. They would just, they really have to, like, to reach that standard. That's awful. That's probably why I'm still single. Um, but, you know. That's not awful. That's a good <laughs> expectation. That's like, <coughs> yeah. And I just want them to be, like, always trying to grow and be better people every single day and, like, not Mm -hmm. be ashamed to do the right thing and want to do the right thing. Yeah. Even when it's hard, you know? That I just just appreciate that so much in a person. Mm -hmm. Um, That, to me, is more attractive than anything else. Um, Not that I'm – I totally think that, you know, there's something about, you know, appreciating somebody's looks, too. Like, you have to be attracted to them. Right, right, right. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about – my dream guy or girl, but um, I um, a very broad taste, I would say. <laughs> I'm not picky. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think hardworking is a big one. Is there yeah. anything else that you would look for? Or I know that's your uh, primary, but like as I a just, secondary, I wouldn't. I just don't want to be with somebody who doesn't. Like, uh, people will be like, well, I just, like... I mean, obviously, if they're joking, but, like, people that are like, I don't I don't want to work, I just want to make a lot of money. Well, like, duh, everybody wants that. Yeah. I want, I want to know that they're going to get up and go do the job, even if it sucks, and come home and do their things, and then also, you yeah. know, get up and do it again all over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I guess, like, you know, like, I, I, I work sometimes seven days a week Yeah. to make sure that I'm taking care of what I need to take care of. And it's hard, but I do it every single day or every single week. Yeah. Not always. Like, this week I'm only working five days. <laughs> Actually, not even, because I, I have some sick days this week. But, um, you know. Just, like, the work ethic. Yeah, yeah. work ethic. Thank mm-hmm. you. If that makes yeah. sense. Because that bleeds into, like, other character traits, too. You know, obviously, if they have a good work ethic, it's going to translate into, most of the time, translate into their personal life, too. Yeah. They'll work hard at everything if they work hard at their their job and what they love you know you know just honest and Mm -hmm. just a really good person you know I want them to be honest about their mistakes I want them to be be better than the day before just always striving a little bit adventurous I'm I'm (laughs) cool with that too yeah yeah Yeah. what about you that's all good tell me more I, I don't know my prime my primary would probably be um, yes, hardworking is huge for me too because work ethic. I don't necessarily, I don't think I would necessarily look for someone who, it's hard to say like that wouldn't be my primary because obviously that's like hugely important. But I think more like how they treat their family and like how they treat oh, other totally. people around them because that is something that I broadly saying that I feel like I've lacked in a lot of my personal relationships is and that I've overlooked in the past is how I've kind of ignored like how they treat other people and only focused on how they treat (coughs) only focused on how they treat me which is not the right thing to do like of course your significant other is always going to be trying to impress you in order to keep you or get with you you know, you have to really investigate. Get with you. Your SOS okay, start to date you. you. Okay. <laughs> start to date you. Like, they're going to be trying to impress you, yeah. you know? Um, so you think they're going to try to be more on their A-game. Right. So you if you look at you're how... You're going to catch them slipping. If, if you look at how they treat other people or how they talk to their family, Ooh. that's where you can see who they really are before you start to date with them or get with them. Dude, yeah. that's brilliant. And that's like... Probably the number one thing that I would have, <coughs> that I would look at at the beginning. For me, that's my primary. 
How they treat others. I love that. I had never really considered that, but yeah, that would be totally accurate. And I know, like, obviously my background has some impact in that, but, like, everyone's background impacts them differently, so. Well, that makes me think about, like, when I fight with my mom, how does that look to my significant other, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, what do they think? Yeah, I don't know. About how I... I'm going to interact with my future family or like how mm-hmm. I'm going to interact with them when I'm upset, you know, of course I fight with my mom a little different than I fight with <laughs> other people, but you know, she's my mom. Everyone fights Love with hate. their mom differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, y'all. Yeah. I mean, my mom get well, get well, <laughs> get along just fine. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. I really like that. Yeah. That would be probably my primary, but yeah. So we get into the love language quiz. Let's do it. Okay. So we both took the quiz already. Um, <coughs> there weren't like anything like if you want to go take the quiz yourself, it's just fivelovelanguages.com and then you can take the quiz for singles. Do it, do it, do or it. Or if you're in a relationship, tell your partner. Good on you. Take it with your partner. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll learn something. You do it and then share and disguise yeah. and find out ways for you guys to help each other out and make yeah. it feel good. This is like a super mainstream popular quiz. So I'm sure you've probably already heard of it anyway. Um, so Meg and I discovered that we actually have the same main, um, love language, love language. Yeah, which is acts of service. Oh, surprise. <laughs> oh, we're not supposed to. Read no, it. no. I love that. Um, it's just, we, I honestly didn't think that. I, what did you think yours was going to be? I thought I was really mad at myself cause I thought it was going to be <laughs> receiving gifts. Oh, I was really? like, am I really that person? Because I was like, why do I like all these answers yeah. with gifts? Um, but it might have just been how they were paired up, you yeah. know. Um, but I, I knew yours was going to be active service. There was no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Just because I had like, a feeling mine was going to be too. You serve other people. So, of course, like, you probably want to be served by other people Well, you serve well. other people too. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, that you're active service. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oddly, um, the one that I thought was for sure, like, I really thought that this one was going to have a higher score was uh, physical touch. Because, like, maybe not with my friends, but, like, in a relationship, like, a romantic relationship, I do prefer a lot of physical touch. That mm-hmm. That's what, like, calms me down, makes me very, very, make, makes me feel happy and safe. Like, yeah. So, I got 10% <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yeah, and I got 13%, which totally is bizarre to me. because There's no way. So yeah. something, there was a disconnect somewhere along the way. Yeah. Um, because I'm definitely not that I, way. Maybe I began to get yeah. a little biased with, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But um, I got 17% on receiving gifts, 17% on quality time, and 23 on words of affirmation with a 33% of acts of service. So I got a 40% acts of service. Ooh. So I got a little bit higher than you. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, just fine. <laughs> but yeah, I got a 13% physical touch, which surprised me because it was higher than Sarah's and I could probably care less about physical touch. <laughs> like, I mean, of course you want, I don't like, I'm not really into like the whole holding hands in public or like PDA or what anything. What about a good hug? Oh yeah, of course. Like, I'm not saying don't touch me, but like, (laughs) but like, it's not like my primary at all. Obviously it's not my primary, but like, (coughs) coughing break. I'm sorry. It's okay. Should Um, I get another cough drop? (laughs) I don't know. You kind of had a hard time getting the last one down. (laughs) It was honey flavored and she like tried to chew Uh, it. It was so gross. Yeah. Okay. But I got 17% words of affirmation, um, which huh. is big for me. Yeah, like yeah. words of affirmation are good for everybody. Everybody needs that. Oh, yeah. Even um, just a little. Yeah. Yeah. What was your words of affirmation? 23. 23. Okay. 
And I got 23% quality time, which it makes sense that that would be like my secondary thing because receiving gifts, I got 70%. I got 7%. You and, have to give gifts. Yeah. Which I, kind of goes along with gifts, acts of service. <laughs> receiving gifts kind of makes me feel really anxious. So <laughs> I kind of avoid that at all costs. Like... I've avoided the question in this quiz. I was like, nothing with gifts. Please. Meg gives ridiculous gifts. <laughs> she she really does. She goes all out on gifts. I try. Like I, that's like I I love. It's like a selfish thing for me. Completely. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Same. I totally do it for the feeling. Makes me feel good too. <laughs> but yeah, so. you should feel ashamed about the gifts you give people, Meg. You give you spend way too much money on gifts for people. I mean, I think it's better. Like I think. Most of my gifts for you haven't really been expensive except for the last previous one. Oh, let's tell the people so you feel a little bad. <laughs> no. Meg, yeah, Meg got me AirPods. Apple AirPods, people. That's because I love my AirPods. I got her a bedding set. Yeah, but you got me my bedding set and it looks amazing on my bed. <coughs> yeah. And it's something I needed. And you got me some pictures too of cute animals, which is like amazing. <laughs> what? You got me those little cute animal pictures. Anyways, <laughs> I love I love my AirPods, so I wanted to share that love with Sarah. So I got her AirPods. It is a really great gift. But I, I think the best that. gifts are ones that like someone mentions they like something or that they they want something, and then months down the road you get it for them. Okay. When they've already forgotten yes. it. <laughs> and let, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to slam my previous yeah relationship, but they did not remember the things and if they did it was like it, it was really it was really special they did remember one like right yeah. near the end of our relationship but if they did remember it would be like not quite there and then it would yeah. be like like i just set the bar Thanks way too high effort. yeah 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 but and of course, i was always appreciative but i just yeah. i always set the bar too they're awesome my my yeah. previous relationship so don't don't take it <laughs> i think it's like Here's a tip. Here's a hot tip for everyone out there. Don't set the bar too high. And oh, <laughs> write it down. Like, if they say they love a hobby and or whatever, just write it down. Put it in, like, a little notepad on your phone. You know, this is my relationship, and they like sports, and they like this team in sports, or they like... That's a good idea. They like kitchen gadgets. <laughs> I don't know. I thought about you and all of your choppers that you have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just Just stuff like that, like... You know, it'll it'll really come back around. Why do I like choppers? I don't know. Anyways, I totally agree with that. Take your notes. Everybody, everybody has like either an iPhone with notes on it, or they can get an app for notes on their phone, and everybody has a phone. So get your apps, your notes, apps Mm -hmm. open, and just type it out. And And do it in front of them. Who cares? That an acts of service tip is. If they mention they hate doing something, like oh my gosh, I hate washing dishes, or oh my gosh. I hate mopping the floor. Like, just do it sometime and just surprise them with that. They'll be like, surprise oh, them with that act of service. You write it down if you can't remember what they don't like to do, which you should remember. <laughs> you should be able to remember it, but whatever. Just Straight write up, it down. if you are with somebody who is like a clean freak, yeah, like a clean freak, it. There, there's a slight chance that they might be like you did it wrong, but most likely they're just gonna be happy that you did it. Yeah. So you could like do one chore that you normally don't do, and you could yeah. seriously make their whole life. Yeah. They would be so happy. Mm-hmm. And if you did that once a week, whoa. Yeah. And they would be like totally guessing, what's it gonna be this week? What are they gonna do for me this week? You know, it's like a huge motivator. 
is a huge motivator in relationships for that give and take. And it makes, I guess, not that you aren't always thinking about your significant other, but like it makes you think about, yeah, about them a little bit more. You know, if you're both doing sweet things for each other, like you're just gonna, yeah, you start doing a sweet thing, they're gonna start doing a sweet thing, and you guys are just gonna be so. And you think about why you engaged in the relationship, why you care for them, and this is is the reason why you're sweeping the floor. I mean, if you're not doing things for your significant other, what's the point? Yeah. And not, not just things. Like, you, if you're not actively engaging in their love language, what's there the you point? Go. There you go. There you go. Because for us, it's doing things. Yeah. <laughs> for other people, it could be receiving a gift or giving yeah. a gift or... Um, Our physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. Get, getting a good old hug in. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Cuddle sesh. Do you ever have um, those hugs with people where, like, you know, you, 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 you see them and you hug them, but, like, sometimes you have hugs with people where you know it, like, means something more. It's just like more of a emotional embrace. And you're in like that releasing one energy into yeah, the hug. releasing energy. Into it's almost like you else. feel your body like fold over a little bit. Yeah, because you're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, and you're just like, because like releasing. If they like physical touch, you gotta hug them like that sometimes. Yeah, Pro- yeah. more than sometimes I'd say <laughs> probably once a day. Once a day, yeah, <laughs> at least. <laughs> just think about you know what they like and and also. Communicate your love language. Also, maybe make it a priority. Like, when you get home, and even though you want to go, right, to sit down, like, that's when you should go give them that hug. Right. Don't put it off. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Like, it needs to be a priority. That's when you should go grab the broom and sweep really fast Mm -hmm. or whatever. So they're like, oh, so he was, like, waiting to get home and just take care of it. Like, (laughs) or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we don't give great love advice. We're not with anybody. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to date us, you should listen to our podcast because we're giving it yeah. all away. Don't uh, cite our relationship advice <coughs> at all. Yeah. If if our advice flops, uh, yeah, we're not we, liable. This, nope. this advice is unlicensed. Yeah. Yes. Good luck. Good luck. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, love language. It's so interesting. Um, yeah. I've always believed in the love language stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else you want to say about love before we move on? No. No, I think I'm good <laughs> with love. Um, I love you. I love um, you, too. Oh, <laughs> I love my friends and my family. I love my yeah. roommate. I don't think I've told them that, but I really do. They're really cool. Um, we became really, really good friends. Well, they'll know years. that you love them if, if they watch our podcast. <laughs> You're right. Hey, Cedric, if you listen to this podcast, know that I love you. Yeah. They might be able to hear me. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, All right. So we're our, for our fun little segment tonight, we are moving on from love, and we are going into kind of the same theme. We, we both took personality tests, and we got completely different things because we already kind of like made sure to share our results to make sure that we're not... secretly the same person (laughs) we never knew it all this time um but no we got completely different (coughs) we got completely different results um so the tests we took were the 16 personalities test which is like a really common one it's very similar to like the myers-briggs test it's except for it's It's, free it's basically the myers-briggs test it's free and it's easy and it's got tons of information yes uh, educators use this. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. <laughs> and then there was another one that I just picked off of Google call- on humanmetrics.com. So it's just like another random one. But anyway. This, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Just so y'all know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're going to start with the 16 personalities one. 
Um, tell what what's your results? Tell me what your personality type is. All right. So I am an ISFP A. Okay. Because they gave you that little extra bit on the end. Right. The dash. Uh, yeah. So I um for introvert. What's well, what this? was your your? Uh... Oh, I'm adventurer, okay. which I didn't see coming. Yeah. <laughs> when I took this, I was like, "What?" But then I read this little blurb. Okay. Okay. And so this is like a quote that they took from Bob Dylan because he's also an adventurer. Okay. And then I read this and I was like, "Oh, oh my gosh." <laughs> He says, I change during the course of a day. I wake up and I'm one person. And when I go to sleep, I know for certain I'm somebody else. And (laughs) like not in the crazy aspect. Yeah. But like seriously, it's kind of crazy the route I can take in one day in regards to like goals, thoughts, feelings, emotions, relationships. I mean, I can be all over the place. Um, And yeah, I just really related to that. So. Wow, that is so different for me, like, already. I know. <laughs> should, I, should I comment on that? Wait, wait. I think you should just go ahead and, and tell us yours. Okay. Um, so my personality type is INFP-T, which is mediator, which is a very good adjective to describe yeah, myself. That's fun. Like, straight off the bat. But wait, we have three out of the five same letters. That's true. So we do have some similarities. Yeah. Right? So here, here's my little blurb. It's... From J.R.R. Tolkien, which is an author, a yeah. famous author. <laughs> all that gold, uh, blah, 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 I'm sorry. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. That's a good one for me, dude. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. It kind of, <coughs> so. <clears throat> It kind of goes into me like staying really consistent, which is like completely opposite from what you said. But yeah. like to me, like I wake up and I spend the whole day trying to get back to the same person, like to the same feeling I had when I woke up. Like I'm not saying like I'm not trying to grow as a person, but I'm like on this roller coaster during the day. And then when I lay my head down at night, I'm like, okay, I made it. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like totally content with yeah. just going wherever I I'm like, I got to get back to like that comforting place I was at the beginning of the day. Wow. My roots, I guess. I I don't know if I would say that this is 100% accurate for me, whereas yours I feel like is very spot on. Yeah. But I seem to fall, like, I, I totally identify as an introvert. A lot yeah. of people would think I'm an extrovert. I've thought I was an extrovert. Extrovert. You're for a good long at time. being an extrovert. <laughs> um, well, I'm. I am an actress. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I. I definitely. I. Fought, I think I walk the line really close <laughs> yeah. between the two. Um, okay, so strengths and weaknesses of an adventurer. Um, here's my strengths. Um, I'm charming. Oh yes, I um, would agree. Yeah, sensitive to others, which thousand percent. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Um, imaginative. Mm-hmm. You would have to be to be a teacher, I would imagine. Yeah, I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand, like being creative and stuff. Actually, it says being so aware of others' emotions, adventure, personalities, use creativity and insight to craft bold ideas that speak to people's hearts. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. Passionate. Then I have curious, um, which, yeah, I would say so. I I tend to Mm -hmm. be pretty curious. Um, Artistic, spot on. Definitely. That's it for my strengths. And then I have my weaknesses. So I have passionate as well for my strengths. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which is actually kind of funny. I'm not sure if that's accurate to me because 
Like, I've never been, like, passionate about a job or, like, an idea. You don't have to be passionate about a job or an idea to be passionate, though. I don't, I can't think of anything I'm passionate about, though. So, wouldn't I, wouldn't that be a requirement? Or, or what's your perspective on that? You can be passionate for anything. Anything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could be passionate for a friendship. You could be passionate for, um, a moment. I don't know. It doesn't have to be yeah. like anything specific. That can still be a quality that you rock. So when I here's here's I have a question for you because you're like obviously on the outside looking in on my brain. <laughs> so like when I, when you see me react to something, do I ever come across as like passionate about something, or is it mostly uh, yes? Okay. You came across very passionate about the idea of having a podcast together. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I just like threw it out there, and literally every other person that I've ever mentioned this to, they were like, oh yeah. And you were like, okay, start the Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And you were researching. And like immediately yeah. the next day, like during, well, I won't say during work. It was your lunch break. <laughs> but you immediately had like stuff. Like I was like getting information on my lunch. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was great. I loved the passion. I guess I didn't even, I didn't even equate that to passion. It was just like something I was doing. But you were excited about it. Right, right. I guess, I yeah, I guess I just kind of discount the word passionate in I my think brain. it was because it was giving you an opportunity to share all of the things that you ponder in your own head. <laughs> you know, because you, you're full of really good information that people <laughs> need to hear. And now you get to share it. And I don't know, maybe you didn't even know you needed that. So tell me if this description matches the one they gave you. I'm going to read the passionate description. When an idea or movement captures mediators' imagination and speaks to their beliefs, they can give their whole heart to it. People with this personality type can be reserved or reticent, but that doesn't diminish their strong feelings for a cause that matches their ideals. Whoa. Is that that like what you just said? Yeah. That is not what mine says at all. Okay. What does yours say? Mine says... Beneath adventurous, quiet shyness beats an intensely feeling heart. When people with this personality type are caught up in something exciting and interesting, they can leave everything else in the dust. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, is, I didn't know they did different descriptions. <laughs> <coughs> this website must have taken ages. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That is, that's so nice. Wait, well, just tell me more of your strengths. Just go for your strengths for okay. me. All right. I'm curious. Okay, so I had thoughtful. Did you have thoughtful on there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my... You just, are. <laughs> um, mediators care about other people's feelings. They adjust their actions if they think they might hurt anyone, even un- <laughs> unintentionally. That's actually also a fault of mine. That's actually also a weakness. And I can tell you more about that. Uh, well, it, I could see that being yeah. a weakness for some people, but I, I think it's definitely also a strength for you. Yeah. Well, it can definitely be a strength. That's why you're a mediator, yeah. because you can find <laughs> balance in relationships. Um, this actually is like a huge point of anxiety for me too, though. Cause like, I haven't told you this, but sometimes when we have, like, if I say a political opinion of mine or something, I will be obsessed with it for days afterwards. And about I will, us having a conversation. About us having a conversation. Meanwhile, I don't think <laughs> twice about it. I will be obsessed with it. I will think, did I say anything that might've offended anybody? I, I, whenever I enter into that kind of conversation, I immediately feel completely responsible for other people's feelings in that conversation. I understand that 100%. Yeah. I don't feel that with you at all, but I do feel that with other conversations. I know I should should not feel that with you. (laughs) I know I should. If you ever offended me, I would probably just tell you straight up. Yeah. It's just like something I, like I obsess over. 
con- like I literally like last time we had a political discussion, I literally researched the topic for like two days after that. And I did nothing with the information because I, I eventually like was like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm I am terrified of unintentionally hurting someone. Oh. Terrified. <laughs> if it happens, it happens, you know? Yeah. We can only grow from those experiences, mm-hmm. you know? Just makes us better people, better yeah. friends. You know? But I do enjoy that I have, and I, I am thoughtful. I do yeah. like that I have those empathetic emotions. All right. What was your first uh, strength again? Mm, I'm charming. People with the adventure, pers- adventure personality type are relaxed and warm, and their live and let live attitude naturally makes them likable and popular. That's so true. Is that spot on for me? <laughs> yeah, it is. Because wow. you're you are likable and popular. <laughs> Obviously, you're popular because you're friends with like everybody, and you naturally are like live and let live. Like everyone should be their own person. Well, oh uh, yeah, yeah. That makes me charming. It does make, that is very charming. That's not, it's hard to find in people nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what that's was really your, good. What was your um, first one? My first one was thoughtful. thoughtful. Yeah. What was your second one? Generous. Oh, you are. You are <laughs> so generous. That's, that would, listen, wow, that's so spot on. Yeah. Meteors blah, 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 <coughs> rarely, rarely enjoy succeeding at others' expense. In general, mm-hmm. people with this personality type want to share the good things in their lives, they value equality. And they want to ensure that every voice and perspective is heard. Is that why you're trying to give me your your mixer for Christmas? So you can share the, the enjoyment? Yeah. So I joked with Sarah. I joked with Sarah. It better be a joke. <laughs> that I was going to give her my KitchenAid mixer for Christmas because I don't use it very much. And Sarah and her family is like famous for making great things with their KitchenAids. <laughs> So I thought it maybe should go to a better place, but you know, Sarah's kind of fighting me on it. I don't understand. Well, if if she gives me a KitchenAid mixer <laughs> for Christmas, then either she's moving in with me, <laughs> or I'm turning around and giving it for her. That's crazy. For that's, Christmas, that's, that's your crazy. present. If you give it to me, I'm giving it back. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. I do value equality, which I have brought up before already in two Ab- other podcasts. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's a big, huge yeah. thing. What was your second one? My second one was sensitive to others. Adventurers easily relate to others' emotions, helping them to establish harmony and goodwill and minimizing conflict. Yeah. Which I think is true. Like, oftentimes when my friends have disagreements, I like to come in and mediate as much as possible. Yes. Um, which, I'm not, a, I'm not a mediator like in your sense, mm-hmm. but uh, that is like a low-key quality. Well, the thing is with you is like you're, you know how to balance it so well. Like... Like, with me and my friend that I'm rebuilding my relationship with, like, you can suggest something to someone but not be pushy about it. And that's, like, a really good skill. Like, you can be like, oh, maybe you should talk to them or maybe you should do this or – and then it's just, like, a suggestion. You don't – they don't feel overwhelmed at the suggestion, but it's, like, a little thing that's planted Mm. in the back of their head. (laughs) A little tip for people that want to do that would be to share just – a little bit of something positive that has been said about them. Yeah. Because what I found was 
both Meg and Kay were sharing things that, that they missed about each other. Right. And right. I was like, this is sad. They need <laughs> to be reunited. So I would get on the phone and I'd be like, well, so-and-so said this about you and they were wondering about you. And then I would get on the phone with Kay and be like, yeah, yeah, Meg was wondering how, how things were going. She asked about you the other day. And like, it just like, it took forever. Yeah. It took yeah. me months, y'all. No, 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 years. It took a long time. Yeah. But we got there. Yeah. And, Obviously, we would be in a much different place if it wasn't for Sarah. <coughs> I'm kind of proud of that, y'all. Yeah. No lie. You're really good at that. <laughs> okay, what was your third one? Okay, open-minded. Um, I love that for you! Yeah. Okay, tell Mediators me tend to give other people the benefit of the doubt. They aim to be tolerant of others' people's beliefs, lifestyles, and decisions. Generally speaking, mediators support others' right to live as they see feet. See feet? <laughs> as long as no one is being hurt. Yeah, that is very descriptive of me. Very descriptive yeah, of me. Spot on. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely where I draw the line. Like, don't hurt other people, but do it's whatever you're like, going to do. Mind your business and they'll mind theirs. Exactly. You know? like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. I don't need to be in other people's business. That is, I think, where we do align um, in a lot of, uh, I guess, popular topics right now. Yeah. Well, that's where we find common ground. It's always yeah. just that we just want people to live and be happy we don't ever Mm -hmm. want people to suffer so Mm -hmm. you know yeah we can agree Uh, on that we can agree on that one (laughs) my third one was imaginative which i already imaginative which i already read to you so okay well what was your next one then passionate Oh, we, you already read passionate uh-huh, too. What's that? Passionate. Uh-huh. What was your next one? A creative. Um, Ooh. which I never. I guess I'm creative. I don't know. Let's see what the you description are. <laughs> Mediators can often see things from unconventional perspectives with their ability to make surprising and unexpected connect- connections. It's no wonder that many mediators are drawn to creative pursuits in the arts. Okay, so. I like this description because it's not saying like I'm a crafty person. Like I don't like making scrapbooks and stuff. Like I'm not that kind of creative. <laughs> it was very specific. <laughs> well, that's how I see creative. Like I'm an art. I make paintings or something, you know, or like I compose music, you know, more like your kind of creative where you're just like super, I don't know. You just can like create things out of nothing somehow. <laughs> I don't know. That's not my kind of creative. Do you not think that about yourself? No. <laughs> what? No, I, I'm, I want to be creative like that, but I'm not. You are though. Cause I remember you showed me. Maybe if I had more time, I would be, <laughs> you know, cause I do, I like to do, I do like to craft things. Yeah. I feel like you're always crafting things. We're going to craft something tomorrow night. We are. We're going to carve that yet. Right? Well, we're going to do that, but we're also going to spray paint something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> for Halloween. So, yeah. Um, I, I always just, I think, guess I am crafty. Yeah. yeah crazy. Cause you like make lesson plans and all these things for your kids and you like create these activities for you guys to do together. That like, it was really fun. Yeah. And that's something that I would be horrible at. Like, Okay, Sarah was remote teaching today. I was sitting here in my chair thinking, like, I could never do this. <laughs> I can never do cahoots with my with my class and, like, it was be so friends with everybody. It was funny and... watching her react, especially because yeah. my choir was, like, my band is, like, boring. Like, she was, like, nobody was doing anything. Like, they were not engaged at all. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> and then the choir came on. And they were like a hoot. And every time they would say something, I'd look over and Meg was laughing. <laughs> like that's something I could never do. <coughs> but my kind of creative is kind of what it says here. 
um, can make unexpected connections. So like I always think of myself as a problem solver. So that makes me think of when we talk about political things, you always find a very neutral stance. And like for me, I can't, I cannot connect those dots. Like I'm just, I feel like very much so like one way or the other. And it's really, really hard for me to want to see a different side of things. But, like, you you might feel one way, but then you research and then you're like, well, you know, I don't know. For some reason that, that connects. Sometimes right. I envy that. Like, I envy being able to take a stance on one side because. I think you look at that yeah. as a flaw for yourself. But really, it's kind of nice that you can come at it in such a neutral yeah. stance. It makes. I try to be balanced, but, like. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I could just take one side and then be done with it, but like my brain is just kind that of that wouldn't like... make you. <laughs> I guess, I guess. All right, so we're both passionate. We already went over that. Check. Do you have any more? I do. I have two okay. more. I have curious okay. ideas are well and good, but adventurers need to see and explore for themselves whether they whether their ideas ring true. Work revolving around the sciences may seem a poor match for their trait, but a boldly artistic and humanistic vision is often exactly what research needs to move forward. If adventurers are given the freedom, they need to to do so. That's so true for you. That is so true. You see that, right, in yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I love my job because I mm-hmm. get to do creative things with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um creative-ish you know working with music is creative in itself uh working on expression and things like that um but then I love getting to be with people that was the hardest thing about going remote was like I just all of a sudden these people that I saw every single day yeah I mean I guess it would be like the summer I'm only in my second year so I don't necessarily know what it always feels like a yeah. normal year feels feels yeah. like but it was just like all of a sudden just like no preparation just ripped like you don't get to see these kids anymore yeah. and that was hard that made my job not fun <laughs> like yeah. getting to see them every single day like that social connection and like um we get to talk about feelings and mm-hmm. like I, I just was on the phone with a student that that sounds odd but we had a conversation about getting work done and moving forward yeah. and one of the things that uh, they told me was they really enjoy doing the work in my class because, because they get to think like about things that they like and about how they feel yeah. and they get to mm-hmm. express themselves and yeah. I love that I can bring that out of students you yeah. know I feel the same way. That was my favorite kind of work. When I could yeah. write about myself, when I could write about things that I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> music definitely helps with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Pros of being a music teacher is that you have music at, music as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a tool, I guess, not a weapon. But Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> music can be a weapon, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that's so true for you. Yeah. What's yours? Okay. What's last one. Last strength is loyal to their values. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Meg, that is so accurate. You, Meg has always had just really strong morals, really strong values that yeah. they've always held. I mean, I think you've adjusted and been mm-hmm. relatively flexible because your life has changed and your experiences have Totally. Affected. I've been exposed to a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah. things. Yeah. But, the, but you still like have always stood your ground on what you believe in, and I totally respect that about you. Yeah, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but mediators' far-reaching vision can help them stay the course. When they're doing something meaningful, these personalities can have a sense of purpose or even courage that keeps them true to their values. 
That's true. The, the times that I felt the most brave in my life is when I'm doing something that I know is meaningful. My last one is artistic. Um, adventurers are able to show their creativity in tangible ways and mm-hmm. with stunning beauty, whether writing a song, <coughs> singing, painting an emotion, <laughs> or presenting a statistic in a graph. Adventurers have a way of visualizing things that resonate with their audience. Um, I'm not much for making visually pleasing things as mm-hmm. much as I am for making visual—not um, um, visually, um, uh, audibly, audibly pleasing <laughs> yeah. things. Uh, that's more of my jam. However, I do I do enjoy getting a little creative with some paint and stuff like that on the occasion. I like yeah. to make jewelry. I think I mentioned that before. I do love a good scrapbook. I don't know why you got so specific <laughs> with that one, but I, I, don't do, know I love to scrapbook. So I guess I. You know, <laughs> I remember when you showed me that one song you had to do in college. You had to like um, make it an orchestra or something. You had oh, to, like, I had to make an arrangement. Arrangement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I still have that somewhere. I remember like listening to that and thinking like I could never do this. <laughs> oh, I was so proud of that. Yeah. That project. Okay. Little blib. Okay. That project. I worked so hard on that project, <laughs> and my computer deleted. All of my work. What? And I was like 75% of the way done with it. And oh my, my professor had already heard like some of it. So yeah. he like actually believed me when I went to him. And I was like, it's gone. <laughs> and he was like, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, it was really easy to do it again. Because once yeah. you've like already kind of seen how the the harmonies happening. And like what goes where. Yeah. Like what the violins are doing. Whatever. It like, it clicked. And so it yeah. came back really relatively quickly. But I was mad because I took my a computer to IT too. And I was like, please find yeah. this. Please. I don't know what happened. Aww. I think what... It's my fault. Because I think what happened was I wasn't saving. I was just minimizing. Oh, no. And like coming back. <laughs> yeah. And so... So I just kind of overloaded. I was uh-huh. like, I need to save. Oops. But yeah, my brain is not artistic. <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, my brain does not work that way. I think way. you have some artistic But not the type but... of artistic that you, you experience. Well, but maybe that's why we, like, mesh so well is because yeah. we are so completely opposite, so we get balance from each other. Yeah. You know, even though we might disagree, like, it really balances out because we mm-hmm. see things differently. And so we give each that's other a different true. perspective. Find that true? All right, we need to get on to these weaknesses. Weaknesses. <laughs> Woo! Okay, you want to go first? All right, let's dig into each other. <laughs> Yeah, get it going. Okay, overly idealistic. Uh, let's let's look at this description. Mediators can take their idealism too far. People with this personality type might idolize their romantic partner and every aspect of their job to feel meaningful. <laughs> this can set them up for disappointment when reality falls short of their dreams. <laughs> wow, this just totally like called me out here. <laughs> so true. So true. Um. Not to go into much detail, but to give you a little background on why this is true. <laughs> I had like a very, uh, ne- I would say, I can say negative. I had a negative experience with a significant other, which is my most recent one. And this is exactly what I did. Like I set them up on this pedestal and I like defended them to everyone. And I eventually was disappointed because reality fell short of my dreams. <laughs> so yeah, this is true. Yeah, but we learn and we grow. We learn and we grow. You you've grown so much. You would never, never, ever, ever let that happen again. Oh no, I don't think so. Not you know. let, but it wouldn't. It just yeah. wouldn't happen again. Yeah. I didn't mean anything. Oh, I know. Okay, Whoop. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Sarah. Oh, I love that we're pulling from old old yeah. old, old, old podcasts. 
I'll, let's, I'll be honest, podcasters, I'm drinking. So <laughs> uh, this is not a sober one. Uh, All right, what's your first one? <laughs> fiercely independent. Mm. Freedom of expression is often adventurous top priority. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, anything that interferes with that, like traditions and hard rules, creates a sense of op- oppression, sorry, oppression for adventure personalities. This can make more rigidly structured academics and work a challenge. I rebel. Tell me how you feel about this. Uh, okay, well, there's multiple things about this. So just like just hearing fiercely independent. Yeah. Um, just not not even reading that popular yeah. fiercely independent. I want more than anything to not be connected to anybody else to handle my you know? <laughs> yeah. My business. Yeah. Like I don't want anybody else's help. And unfortunately, yeah. I need it. Because that's how the world works. And mm-hmm. I have people that are so willing to give that to me. And yeah, I appreciate that. But I want to completely be together and have all of this taken mm-hmm. care of. And, like, I try to present that in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. Um, but I can see where they're, they're saying that might be a weakness. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't accept help when I need it. Yeah. Um, or I'm ashamed, ashamed to accept help when I need it. Um, but then, then you go into what they said about freedom of expression and yeah, I'm a music teacher that had hot pink hair and, uh, I pierced my nose in my first year of teaching (laughs) and now I have pink hair again. And I just, I, I just telling my mom, I I went and got my hair done recently and I was just going to get like caramel highlights Mm -hmm. because I should be normal. Um, (laughs) And then I was telling my mom, I was like, I would be so mad if I went and spent all this money because I had been saving so long for this. (laughs) I'm going to be so mad if I save all this money to go get my hair done professionally for the first time ever and I don't come out of there with colorful hair. Yeah. And I was so mad. Like, I want, I want the color. Why is that wrong? Exactly. It's not wrong. Yeah. You're going to look ridiculous. And I was like, well. You didn't look ridiculous. You looked amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I probably still do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I love it. And I, I've loved it the minute I... I looked yeah. in the mirror at the salon, and so I just couldn't imagine having caramel highlights. Yeah. That would be so normal. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> coffee I break. Never... <laughs> coffee break. I like to coffee. <laughs> um, I have never been much into the hair dyeing. I think like yeah. it started when I was in high school, and I started to get lots of piercings in my ears, and like my parents hated that. They're not like – it's not like they don't want me to express myself, yeah. but it was just like, Why? Yeah. You know, the, why? Why I had pink hair in college too. That's my third time. You had like pink. more pink hair, like more of a pink It was color. it was vibrant. Yeah. I want this one. I'm working on it. I'm yeah. going to get it more vibrant. So. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I like You're that. You're right. I definitely um, I mean, sometimes weaknesses can be a strength. I'm not following anybody else's uh, <laughs> I don't know, because it could have got me in a lot of trouble if I had been at any other school. It's just my district didn't care. They were like, yeah, do Well, you? that's good. I'm glad they didn't care, because you look really good. <laughs> yeah, well, no you're problem. so nice. Uh, what's your next one? Okay. Call yourself out. Self-critical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Mediators can expect so much from themselves that they inevitably, inevitably fall short. Oh, you're sober. <laughs> I am. When this happens, they may accuse themselves of being selfish or woefully inadequate. (laughs) This self-criticism can erode their motivation to get things done and their willingness to prioritize necessary self-care. Dude. Gosh dang it. Do we even need to break that down? (laughs) Yeah, it's like word for word what I do on a daily basis. 
you Dang. you set a bar very high for your own self, not for yeah. other people in your life, but for your own <laughs> self, and you struggle to reach that bar. I never reach it. Ever. I do that in moments. Yeah, but that would be exhausting. Ugh, it sucks. <coughs> but at least you know you do it. Yeah. Because then you I'm can self-aware. Really, yeah. I'm self-aware. That's not a weakness. <laughs> That's a strength. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I like always set the bar for myself. And it's unconscious too. I don't even realize I'm doing it. And then I just feel this like sense of failure. And I'm like, where did that come from? So you just feel that all thanks, the time? Thanks so. I'm not saying that you don't ever meet your bar, but do you feel like failure a lot? Oh, yeah. I feel failure oh, a lot. That's got to be exhausting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, just stuff it down. <laughs> Meg likes don't, to bottle her feelings. Don't stuff it down. It's not healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's great advice, actually. Don't, don't do mm-hmm. it. Just talk about it. Just, you know, yeah. you can tell us. Listen, well, obviously, I'm talking about Send right us now. an email. Seven hours difference at gmail.com. Right. And we will read it and respond because we want you Tell to Tell us how you relate to this. Honestly, do you it. know? Yeah. Don't bottle really it up. You can release it here and we can we can talk about it on the yeah. podcast if you want. And we'll leave it anonymous. And then you've released it into the world. And you'll Obviously, I talked about it with Sarah and I'm talking about it right here. You know, it feels good. It feels good to talk about it. Talk about how you bottle yeah. things up. Talk about You're how. You're not bottling that. <laughs> how about that? At least I can be honest about that. <laughs> You know? Okay, what's your next one? Um, mine is unpredictable. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so opposite for me, too. Okay, read the description. Adventures dislike long-term commitments and plans. The tendency to actively avoid planning for the future can cause strain in adventures, romantic relationships, and financial hardships later in life. Um, so, <coughs> I don't agree with the blurb. Mm-hmm. I agree with the word. Yeah. I am unpredictable, but not when it comes to planning for my future because I love to plan for my future. It just never goes the way I want it to go. Right. Um, <laughs> Life so, gets in the way. Especially with romantic relationships. <laughs> uh, long-term commitments are my jam. Yeah. And plans are my jam. Yeah. Um, I, think- I don't like to avoid it. In fact, I like to over plan. Mm-hmm. But I am unpredictable in other senses. Yeah. Like, catch me walking in the room being like, want to go do this? And, like, I'm very, like, impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It always gets me whenever, like, we talk on the phone. Like, we have talk on the phone at least once a week, right? Like, whenever I'm not living Easily. in your house. <laughs> Easily. Well, Easily we've been on the phone a, a lot yeah. just today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, it always gets me whenever you, like, have this story about how you, like, went to a bonfire or, like, did this or did this. And you never told me about it, like, in the last phone call that you were going to do it. So, like, just it's like, just like this. It? I'm like, you did that? How? What? You just, like, do random <laughs> things all the time. <laughs> like, and it's so bizarre. It's so different from my life. Like, I love my do nothing. I love my, like, routine of, like, I, I don't just have, like, a morning routine, okay? I have, like, a whole 24-hour routine that I do every single day. <laughs> I miss that sometimes. Yeah. Um, be- because because I am like this, and this this goes into my split, um, mm-hmm. like, the walking the line of being an introvert and an, and an extrovert, yeah. in that sometimes I wear myself out, like, yeah. socially. Because, well, I have trouble saying no. Um, but then also, like, 
there'd be too much and then I don't get yeah. to re and then I have to go to school and like be somebody's so you don't, don't get to yeah. recharge your battery mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I'm guilty of, of doing that and mm-hmm. I don't need a lot like you need a lot of time to recharge I do yes. I do not need as much time to recharge <laughs> yeah but I do need that time what I've been finding is I get I get it after school right away I get like a, mm-hmm. about an hour and a half of recharge that's good yeah it's find, perfect find your moment yeah yeah I have it for like between 3.30 and 5. Don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, it, oh, it's always super entertaining, of course, to hear about all your adventures for the week. <laughs> you know? Some, sometimes they're planned out, though. Yeah. Believe it or not. Well, that's good. <laughs> There's your planning side coming yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was your next week? Okay. Well, then I have to figure out where I was. Okay. I, I just done self-critical. So, impractical? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm like very practical. You're very, very practical. Okay, maybe the description will make more sense. Okay. When something captures mediators' imagination, they can become so consumed by it that they neglect practical matters. Some people with this personality type even neglect eating or sleeping as they pursue their passion. Other mediators can become so enamored with an idea they're afraid to act on it because they might not do it perfectly. I agree with that Ooh, last sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it makes me think we were just talking about you were not getting enough sleep when you were out oh, here. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that is kind of true. But yeah. but for the most part, you tend to do things very, very practically. Right. Like, I'm, even I'm this, a like, realist. you're passionate yeah. about our podcast, but you've done everything very realistically. Like, right. we've been very thoughtful, and we didn't just spring into it. So I, I kind of disagree with the word, opposite from what happened with you. I disagree with the word, but I kind of agree with the description. The blurb. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Interesting. You're very practical, <laughs> which is a great. That's a great thing. Yeah, being practical is a, is a strength. I enjoy being practical. It comes naturally to me. <coughs> that's true. <laughs> yesterday, um, it makes me think of uh, our, our out momming each other. We were trying to out mom yeah. each other yesterday. We we're trying to get mom points. See who is the most mom friend. Who won? I don't. I think you won because you got a bunch of points at the end. You know. Yeah. The end of the day when I, I was like, "What do you want to eat, Cedric?" And I was like going through the. Fridge, the fridge. Like showing them all the things that they could eat for you did dinner. like full grandma there okay oh so yeah i definitely won yeah but like you won today because you were like go get a covid test <laughs> I was my mom texted you. me and she was like at least you have mother meg to take care of you <laughs> i'll say i'll take care of you while you're sick. go get my coffee drops. <laughs> okay so my next one is so true <laughs> easily stressed Aw. I just, yeah, I all I have so. to do is look at a checklist. And I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I developed this because I wasn't like this in high school. But at some point in college, I forgot how to, like, not be overwhelmed all the time. <laughs> and so now uh, my daily life is being overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. <laughs> so easily stressed is very accurate. Um, adventurers live in the present full of emotion. I'm like crying right now. Um, When situations get out of control, people with this personality type, especially turbulent ones, can shut down, losing their characteristic characteristic charm and creativity in favor of gnashing? Gnashing teeth? That's like anxiety. Oh, well, absolutely. It's like an anxiety symptom. Well, (laughs) just so you guys know, listeners, I have panic disorder and uh, it really doesn't take much to send me into a panic attack so yeah that's very very accurate um easily stressed is like spot on and it would i would definitely say it's a weakness yeah that's that's a rough one i mean i definitely can relate to that okay so my next one is emotionally driven which my first reaction is like no i'm not emotionally driven but Mm. 
tell me what you think. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you can be emotionally driven in certain situations. Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, with our friendship, I feel like you're emotionally driven. Yeah. Of. Well, it definitely matters. Like, I have to be emotional about our friendship. Because it's <laughs> yeah, you, important you to me. To. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the description. Okay. Mediators can become so focused on their emotions that they lose track of what's really going on. It can be a challenge for those personalities to slow down and make sure that their feelings aren't preventing them from clearly seeing the facts of a situation. That's not me, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. That's not a match. This is a, this is a, this is a wrong. It, it like, was bound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> there was going to be some yeah. disconnect. There was some other really good ones in here, but this is because, like, what I do to stay, <coughs> what I do to stay neutral is like I take my emotions completely out of the situation, ninety nine percent of the time. Of course, like no one can take their emotions out of everything. But you're like, not like an underly emotional person, though. Not generally speaking, no. But I mean, I just don't show my emotions. Like I don't. Well, but basically, what this is saying is that 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 is a weakness that you could have, but you don't have. Ooh, yeah. Okay, nice. here we go. <laughs> I what a nice me. spin. <laughs> so positive, Sarah. I do what I can. <laughs> okay. My next one, which I don't agree with at all, is overly competitive. Oh, no. That's not you either. We got, two, we got two misses here. Yeah. Um, adventures can escalate small things into intense competitions, turning down long-term term success in their search for glory in the moment and are happy unhappy when they lose now I, I don't i don't like to lose well no one likes to lose but like but i'm not overly com- i like a good competition but i i'm more like you want everyone to have fun yeah i, I like competition with myself i love golf that's like oh that's yeah. so fun but like basketball i never had enough like competitiveness and that carried on in a lot of other things that's just sports but yeah that carried on in a lot of other things i'm not super competitive with anybody yeah, yeah you just want everyone to feel comfortable and, like, you always have the big picture in mind, too. I do. That which is, is, like, the opposite of that description. <laughs> I, I am always a big thinker. Yeah. You're not messing with my plans. Yeah. So, um, okay, I'll adjust got, a little bit. We got two strength, or we got two weaknesses that we aren't. So, hey, we're doing not too bad. Yeah. Do you have another one? I have two more. Okay. Yeah. I have one more. Okay. So, I'll, we're good. You go. Um, so, conflict averse. Right off the bat, like, I definitely describe myself. Wait. <laughs> what's averse? Okay, so here, like I'll, I'll just... Uh, like you don't like conflict. Right. Okay, yeah. Mediators generally prefer to avoid conflict. They can put a great deal of time and energy into trying to please everyone. This desire to please others can drown out their own inner wisdom and make them painfully sensitive to even constructive criticism. Ugh. That is, like, <laughs> literally just word for word who yeah. you are. You, I mean, you've already explained that about yeah. yourself in this podcast. Like... The, the biggest thing, like, the painfully sensitive to even constructive criticism did not develop in me until after I graduated high school, I would say. Like, for some reason, once I got into more serious jobs and stuff, I became, I became like, more obsessed with, like, criticism that people would give me on my work and my performance and stuff. And I would obsess over it, and I would become painfully sensitive to it. And I never... <laughs> Air <like, quotes. laughs> I never used to care in high school. But, like, I guess now that I'm more in, like, the grown-up job area of my life, it's just, like, like it's something I obsess over. And I 100% avoid conflict. I like how we know. We straight up know our weaknesses. We're not yeah. denying any of these. We're like, yeah, We're yeah. self-aware. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well. What I mean, about you? Do you think you're conflict-averse, too, in a way? 
Oh yeah, I don't yeah. like I don't like conflict. I don't want to deal with it. But I know sometimes I have to. Yeah. Um, how how are you? How do you react to yourself whenever you get constructive criticism? Uh, there's like I'm like a sixty forty. So like sixty mm-hmm. percent, I'm like, yep, hundred percent. I need to fix that. Yeah, this gotta yeah. gotta work on this. And then there's like forty percent of me that's like, dang it. <laughs> How could I let this happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So, like, I appreciate it. And I, I've always thought that I was a relatively coachable person. So I, I do like to take it and grow. Yeah. Um, especially, like, with my teaching teaching job. Like, when I get my observations, like, mm-hmm. I love my feedback from her. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really great observation person, I guess. Yeah. She gives really wonderful feedback. And so I, I enjoy getting it in that case. So it kind of depends. So here I have some kind of, I have a compulsion when it comes to this that I need to work on. This is like a, a weakness I need to work on. So I, with my job that I do now, I have to be very detail oriented because I'm dealing with like people's personal information. So, um, there was one time where I got like a detail wrong in these, this batch of emails I was supposed to send out, um, because I'm currently training for a new position. And because I got that one thing wrong, I now go through and I (laughs) (laughs) coffee break because I got that one detail wrong. I now go through and I check them like three or four times before. Mm. Like it's, it's literally a problem. Like I should just have to double check myself, but I double check myself and then I triple check myself and then I quadruple because I cannot bear to get that thing wrong again. Like I did that when I was in high school with my alarm clock. Oh, really? Yeah. I do that with... I check my alarm like four or five times before I go to bed. No joke. I don't do it yeah. now because I use my Google Home oh, and I, I use my iPhone. <laughs> but when I had... I had the Cinderella clock. Yeah. Do you remember it? Uh, I think so, yeah. And there was one day it, I didn't wake up to it and I thought I blamed mm-hmm. it on the clock. And so what I started doing was I would switch it on and off, switch it on. And I would do it until it felt right. Yeah. And I was like, I have a problem. I would yeah. do that every That's night. That's like a bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, get I do that with my alarms. Like I, <coughs> I literally check my alarm before I go to bed now, like four or five times to make sure it's on because, like, I can't bear the thought of not waking up oh in time to gosh. go to work. No, 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 I can't either. Yeah, if I'm late for work, it would just mortify me. Like, horrible. I don't know how it hasn't happened yet for me. <laughs> Especially now that I live ten minutes away, I could really screw up. <laughs> All right, what's your next one? Uh, okay. I haven't read the the blurb about it yet. Um, okay. Fluctuating self esteem. Hmm. Interesting. This uh, could apply to a lot of people. What do you though. think? Do you think that's pretty good? Pretty spot on for me. Um, fluctuating self esteem. I'll read the blurb. Okay. It's demanding that skills be quantified. <laughs> Sorry, that was a big word. It's demanding that skills be quantified, but that's hard to do with adventurous strengths of sensitivity and artistry. Adventurous efforts are often dismissed, a hurtful and damaging blow, especially early in life. Adventurers can start to believe the naysayers without strong support. That's very true for you. Do you not do you not agree? Um uh, yeah, well, I feel like that's very true for people who were like you shouldn't be a teacher. <laughs> Um, I think if I'm understanding this correctly. Well, I feel this is how I see it. Like maybe people who criticize your personality or criticize, you know, like if you annoying and people would tell me that all the time. Yeah. And to me, it's like, you know, we all go through these periods in our lives where we care about what other people think and like we let that impact us and our emotions. Um, but you know, I mean, that's up to you if you feel like, you know, that may impact you more. Cause I think 
you are a sensitive person and the fact that you care a lot how other I people care feel a lot about what and people think of me. yeah and what people think of you and there stuff. are days that I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm like I'm hot shit and then there are days oh, that I no. get up and I'm like oh my god why am I even like mm-hmm. what's happening you know yeah. like you're a mess just and so down I just can't yeah. like find anything good so about it myself. definitely fluctuates it from day to day fluctuating yeah. is a very good word for me um, yeah I guess. I never don't think that I'm not capable, but I that's good. But I hold a lot yeah. of I hold a lot of doubt in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and some days that's really strong, and some days it's like I'm gonna kick butt today. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it just kind of depends. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is, but I would definitely yeah. say that's a weakness for sure. <laughs> I wish I could just wake up every day and be like, "You're gonna kick butt." You're killing it, yeah. yeah. Because obviously you are, but it's well, hard to feel. It's hard to feel that way. Kill it some days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm probably 60-40, you know? <laughs> it's a magic number. So you got one more, don't you? I do, yeah. Go for it. Um, difficult to get to know. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. That is spot on. You yeah. weren't that hard to get to know. Well, not back in we the day. We were younger, but you would be very hard to get to know now. As of today, the day I took the quiz, I am very hard to get to know. <laughs> very much so. Mediators are private, reserved, and sometimes self-conscious. They can... Sometimes? <laughs> sorry, sorry, call you out. <laughs> they can make them. This can make them somewhat difficult to really get to know. Their need for personal space can contribute to the guilt they feel for not giving more of themselves to those they care about. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> and I, we talked about this last podcast. Like, I can I have a hard time being intimate with people. This doesn't feel like a weakness, though. This just feels like a fact. Like, yeah. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, but it's definitely something I can work on. So I guess that can be considered a weakness. Like. I can work on being more open with people and being more intimate, you know, and being less, I don't know, to me, being private and reserved is just like part of my personality. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. change who you are. No, I agree. You're just, you're I'm, just I just say I'm who I am. Yeah. You're just made how you are. Yeah. Well, those are our strengths and weaknesses. There's there's yeah. actually a lot more. I just don't think we have time. Yeah. We but can... if you take this quiz, there's there's the strength and weaknesses. It goes yeah. into romantic relationships, friendships. Yeah. Maybe we should look at that. Parenthood, career paths, workplace habits, and, and there's also a conclusion. Yeah, and we'll probably pull this into different episodes too. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I've gotta remember. There's a lot of different categories, and we don't have we don't even have time to go over like the next quiz that we took, which is like we completely really out of time. But at least we did it. But for the record, yeah. that quiz, um, I got an extrovert. Um, you got an extrovert? <laughs> I did. Oh. I got ENFP, extrovert, in, intuitive feeling and perceiving. Oh. Um, and I got 25% extrovert. Um, okay, well, 25%. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So that kind of really like solidifies that. I'm walking the line between extrovert and introvert. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <coughs> you might as well just tell them what you got. Um, how do I look at my percentages, though? Oh, mine just showed up. Oh, dang. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back to my main page where we were when we started. Okay, so obviously I got the mediator personality. I got... Oh, I was looking at um, the human metrics one that you sent. Okay, cool. Um, oh, I got you. Well, I did get 99% introverted. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I got 1% extroverted. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Yikes. That's a yikes. That's a yikes for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Um, I'm more of an extrovert than Meg is. That's for darn sure. <laughs> 
Like, absolutely. But still, 25% is low. I can't even imagine yeah. being, like, a 100% extrovert. Like, I can't even imagine what that... <coughs> I know him. Yeah, I can't I imagine that, what that would look like. Um, yeah. I, I don't even want to explain it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we... This was really fun. Um, I like getting yeah. to break down who we are a little bit. Of, I mean... This is just basically, like... We did real. <laughs> we are... We are very different, but, like, obviously some, we share some of these traits and some of these weaknesses. We also know each other well enough to, like, be like, yep, that's yep, spot that's on. You, or, yep, that's not really you. <laughs> but this is, like, this episode, like, just kind of, I, I would assume, help you get to know us a little bit better and, like, what our personalities are like. You guys Hopefully. should take these. Take these quizzes yeah. so you can know more about yourself. Yeah. Um, and they're really fun to, like, talk about your friend, to your friend with. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Find yeah. a friend, talk about your uh, your love language, and talk yeah. about your personality type. Mm-hmm. Um, I made all my students do this so that they could just kind of find an understanding about who they are and yeah. know what they need to work on and know what <laughs> they uh, rock at. You know, yeah. it's good to know a strength that you have. And it's easier to, like, answer the questions than to, like, actually think about it yourself and think about how introverted you are, how extroverted you are, or what your weaknesses are. Like, it's easier to just kind of relate to the list they give you than it is to come up with your own list. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we should probably wrap this up because it's getting long. Okay. Um, What was I going to tell? I was going to tell a joke. Oh, no. Think at the of very the end, and I think I forgot it. That's okay. We've been kind of a mess this one, huh? Yeah, they don't need a joke. They can look up. Go look up a joke yeah, somewhere. Go look up a joke. That's what I'm recommending. <laughs> go look up a joke and have a nice night. Yeah, please have a nice night. Be safe out there. By all means. Yeah. All, all right. right. Well, we'll see you in the next podcast. Yeah, see you around. I have listeners. no idea what it's going to be about. Me either. That's the joy. We yeah. just never know. Yeah. See all you right. next time. Bye. <laughs>